Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, The Diamond Room, and Comfort King. And welcome back to the show. And uh, our next guest is, uh, it, I was just kind of kidding him when I called. I said, is this Peyton's dad? Uh, or, I mean, that's kind of how it's going to be here. Curtis Riggs is our guest. You, he was a superstar. He rocked it on the radio with me on Monday. Curtis, are you there? Uh-oh. Yep, I got you. Oh, Sorry there you go. That. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's great. Uh, um, he uh, obviously picked it up from someone other than me. So I, You just made my heart go crazy because I'm like, oh, no. I had all the, bu- <laughs> all the buttons are set up right. What? Where is yeah. he? Yeah, that was on me. You're good. <sighs> okay, thank goodness. Yeah, uh, it, it's, uh, it's ha- actually happened... And I've told you this. There have been times we've shot video of the games where Peyton's come out on the field and maybe made gestures at the refs or called the players over in a quick glance. I thought that was you. And uh, it, it's it's amazing how many mannerisms your kids take on, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah. You know this well. I mean, it. Um, I we both hear that frequently now, and um you know especially people that are at the games or even the ones watching the games on youtube um frequently will get text messages about how similar and even the body language a lot of those things so has anyone mistaken you guys for brothers uh well no i'm clearly better looking and i look (laughs) younger someone did tell him he was getting a bald spot and so uh uh, I think maybe I am looking younger than him right now. Oh, my. Well, I yeah. think I've had all three of the boys at one point in their lives had someone say, you know, usually it's, oh, it's, oh, Ovenden, is, is Mark your dad? But each one of the boys somewhere along the way has had someone say, oh, are you Mark's brother? And, <laughs> and, and for Nate, as you can well imagine, he considered that the worst day of his life. Uh, yeah. I, I, well, you know, Nate's that leaner, taller one too than, than Ryan and Nick. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm sure he's wondering how that worked out, but, uh, maybe the bald um, spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eventually it catches up to all of us. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Nick's ever going to be, uh, challenged. Yeah. He, yeah. He got the recessive genes there. Yep. So and I don't him. think Ryan will either, but Nate, yeah, Nate just, gave up and started shaving his head several years ago <laughs> and he, he wears it well he looks good with it so he, he does yeah great story with nate was um you know coaching him in, in high school was always uh it was fantastic but you always were worried about can we get him through a game with no injury and, and have him ready for next week and he showed up to play in my adult flag football league and i went up to him right away what the hell are you doing and and he said, yeah, my my hope is to get three out of the eight games this season. And uh, after the first game, he he made it, and he goes, I I might have reached my quota. Maybe I should walk away right now. And um, I think he made three out of the eight, but uh, he he made those three though. Wow, yeah. yeah. Although um, he ran away from contact, so I can't imagine. I don't know how he got hurt in high school football. Yeah, it's weird though how injuries just find you. You know, it could be a hamstring. It could be um, you can never really run away. It, it, it they somehow will will catch you. So, what was the worst injury you ever had where you just went, 
oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. Not because you're hurt because you're disgusted, but because it was such a freaky, fluky type injury. Did you have one you can remember? I I was always pretty lucky um, where I was able to avoid a lot of the injuries. Uh, I, you know, I, I broke a finger in basketball, and I I was too naive to, well, we didn't have trainers. It was in high school, and so I just grabbed it and put it back in and pulled it back over, and then it was crooked, and I was too afraid to tell my mom. <laughs> so I just hit it for the rest of the season. At the end of the season, I, I showed her. I was like, hey, this just doesn't look right. And, um, yeah, we went and got that fixed, and that was spendy. It, it was quite a bit more because of what I did rather than just having someone put it back in. Yeah, if you'd have just kind of maybe gone to the doctor right away, that might have been a better decision, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. she tells me that. But, um, you know, at the time, um, I, I wasn't quite going to the extremes of Ronnie Lott, but I thought, boy, this is noble for <laughs> to do this, and um, this is how I'll handle this. Curtis Riggs is our guest. It's Peyton's dad. He Did you listen to the interview on Monday? He he was terrific. I, we had fun. I, I only caught part of it. Um, but yeah, he, I mean, he's seen enough of it, been around Kalen and I enough. Um, he, I, I mean, I knew he'd be great. I, I knew when, you know, when I named him the OC, um, I think a lot of people right away thought, well, I'll still be calling the plays and doing everything. And it's more for a title for him. And, and, and that just wasn't the case. I mean, I had full confidence knowing that he gets it. He understands it. Uh, he's been around it. He knows the schemes. The one area would be, you know, relating and, and communicating with players. And um, he, he's done an outstanding job of that. I know we've talked about this, but this is your last game on Saturday, okay? We right. we finally have yeah. gotten to the point where we can say this is it. And it's amazing yeah. that you're here. But i got to ask you, I want to bring it up again, how much, I, how much fun it's been for you to coach with your son and have him be such an integral part of the team too. It's not like, it's not like he's just the team videographer. He's the offensive coordinator and he's doing what you used to do. I just got to imagine that's, it's just been probably the greatest season for you. Yeah, it, it, it has been. I mean, it's, it's been amazing. Not only, um, the way the season has gone, but that part alone has made it, um, one of the funnest seasons and, you know, I mean, we're so similar and we, we, you know, butt heads on the field. Um, and then I think times he forgets that I'm the head coach and, you know, he's not arguing a point with his dad. He's, he's, and I sometimes have to remind him of that. Um, but then he's able to quickly walk away from that and, and move on. And, and I think that's a, a, a rare skill. Um, and I think something that a lot of good coaches are able to do. Has he always been, uh, as a kid growing up, has he been somebody that you guys have argued a fair amount over the years? Um, no, usually the, the care factor wouldn't be very high, but it, when it comes to things like football or basketball, yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he was a self-proclaimed expert at an early age. Um, and then as he started to learn the game and really pick it up, um, then it, it wasn't really arguing as much as willing to stand his ground. And, yep. um, you, you know, I think, uh, that's where he has that rare ability of, of, no, I, I, I'm, I'm right here. Or, you know, if I'm not right, let's figure out, you know, why we both are, are arguing this point to, to find a compromise of how we can make this play work.
Now, apparently you guys were arguing about something here, I think in the game on Saturday, and one of the one of the other coaches was listening on the headsets and say, wait a minute, you guys are actually agreeing with each other and don't realize it. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, I think it was Coach Kaiser. Yeah. Um, Coach Kaiser wanted to go for two early in the game, and 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 I think I thought Peyton was just he was trying to say, yeah, we we should, and and he was saying, no, let's wait also. But um, uh, it, <laughs> it is. I think it's entertaining for my other coaches sitting there listening as we go back and forth on certain things. All right. So. Literally back-to-back games of down 17 to nothing at halftime. Didn't score a point for the first time in the history of the team in a half. Come back to win over Massachusetts. Uh, it seems so highly unlikely that you were going to come back, but the second half was awesome. You scored 42 points, got a chance to open the game up a bit. Then you go down to Frisco where you'd lost 56 or 56 to 15, played just a horrible first half. In fact, uh, Peyton said it was worse than the game down there the first time when you were down 27 to 7 last Saturday and that Lorenzo was not playing his best game by any means. Uh, can you can you believe that you turned it around for a second straight week and and you're going to the championship game? Well, it was pretty incre- I I felt like our defense played well the first half. I I I didn't feel like um it was insurmountable. I felt like, uh, it, one, getting the field goal before half was huge because it just made it seem like, well, you know what? If we come out and get, we get the ball first, we'll get a score right away. We're only down 10 and 10 doesn't seem near as bad. Um, and, and so uh, that was helpful. That was positive. The other thing was that it, the plays were there. I mean, what we were doing was, was our game plan was solid. It just we weren't executing. Whereas against Mass, the first half, uh, we got in the red zone. We couldn't do anything right. I mean, we we just uh, uh, were very unproductive in all ways, and there wasn't a lot of positives to look at. Um, so this one, it's just hey, let's let's get Lorenzo to settle down. Let's come out and try to run the ball a little bit. Get him running the ball, and then try to get some easy throws for him. And and you know it worked just like that. I mean, rarely does it work just like you plan it, but that's exactly what happened in the second half. As opposed to the first half where nothing... Again, what was the discussion at halftime above and beyond let's just... I mean, you can't just tell guys to execute better, can you? Well, the guys at film on Monday, they they accused Lorenzo of being on Fresco's payroll. Um, so, <laughs> yeah... I mean, he missed Donnie Corley. Donnie Corley was so wide open in the end zone. He, I mean, he could have been drinking a beverage and eating popcorn. And Lorenzo missed him by, I think, 15 rows. I mean, he launched it up into the stands. He, just, he was thrown off his back foot, and it was more about just getting a rhythm and a tempo for him. And once you start to get that, it's kind of like you're swinging golf. I, I wouldn't know this, but I've heard people reference. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just the muscle memory takes over, and – and it's the same with playing quarterback. Once you're able to quit thinking about, oh, my gosh, here comes pressure or any of that, and you start just making your throws, your body just will take over. Yeah, thanks for the golf uh, reference for my sake. But yeah. I know darn well you know nothing about golf. Not not a thing. Every single one of my swings will be different. If we, I mean, we could do 30 swings, and they'll all, you'll think, how is that one different than the first one? So having lost so by such a huge margin at Frisco, 
Going into that game, I know you talked about this even before the mass game, that your guys really wanted another shot at playing Frisco again. Not that you look ahead, because you weren't looking past mass, because they were a great team, but how rewarding was it to get a chance to play them again on their field where you'd been destroyed and come back and win? Well, you know, I just think the mindset of, of Frisco was they were just going to walk all over us. I, you know, they have the player that I, I would think he's going to be named the MVP. They, they have the best defensive line. Um, they're the number two defense and uh, just a lot of things going. It, when you look at us versus them matched up on paper, I mean, it, it, you just think there's going to be a lot of things that have to go our way to get this win. Um but the guys never got phased by that. You know, as soon as we got that score, you could just tell the momentum swing was happening quickly. And then we got a stop. We got another score right away. And, and you knew it was a ball game. And that's the beauty of your game, the indoor game, is that things can happen way more quickly in the indoor game than they can in the outdoor game. And and you you can never give up because you, you've seen it before. You've seen You saw it the last two weeks where – what maybe could have been almost an insurmountable lead for the other team evaporated pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I was just watching a, a game of Bay Area as they played Arizona at Arizona, and the game was back and forth, and then the second quarter hits, and it, it, it's kind of back and forth, and then like the last five minutes of the second quarter, it's like Arizona scores, they get an onside kick, they score, they get a fumble from Bay Area, they score, they get an interception. They they scored 42 points in one quarter. I mean, we did that in one half, and I thought, wow, they did it in one quarter, and it was just because of, you know, one was how the ball bounced off the wall and came back at someone. One was, you know, a pitch to the guy in motion, and it went behind him, and um, it, it can just change so quickly in an indoor game. So have you played Bay Area this year? You haven't, have you? No, no, we have not. We played them once last year, but it's a completely different roster. Well, you the had owner, their quarterback on yeah. your team last year. Yeah, yeah, Dalton was our quarterback, and they, you know, they hired new coaches. They hired two coordinators that were previously head coaches. I mean, they 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 went all in this year at every level. So this week, I mean, the last two weeks, you guys were were big time underdogs, especially last week. But you were still yeah. We were eleven. Against, we were eleven point underdogs against uh, Frisco. Yeah, and and you were underdogs against Mass even on your home field, right? The first one, the second one was a pick'em. After we beat them the first time, then the second one was, I think it was a pick'em or minus, uh, you know, minus one Mass. So yeah, people might have been leaning their way a little bit. Okay, I don't pay any attention to those things, to point spreads and stuff. But mm-hmm. are you the underdog this week? I, you know, I don't know. I haven't looked. I, I would think it's it's probably Bay Area maybe a little bit, um, or it's close. I think, you know, we're pretty common with common opponents. Um, I think uh, uh, a lot of it just, you know, how people view, uh, are we going to be able to stop their, their running attack? Uh, they've really buckled down. They, they, they just bring four offensive linemen in, and they've got the best running back in the league, a really pound – the rock at you, and then they'll try to get Dalton out running a little bit and then let him throw. They've got one of the fastest receivers, too, in the league. They'll stretch it downfield with him, too. I think you need to sign Adam Hicks for this game just because i got a feeling it's going to come down to the last-second field goal. And, you know, Fred Jackson was on that Sioux City team, and it looked like, you know, 
there was no way you were going to beat them because they had the, the best running back. He he might have been the best running back in the history of the league, don't you think? Well, I would say he has to be. I mean, I think uh, Fred Jackson was on a completely different level. The only back I, I've seen in our league that was somewhat comparable was a kid that we had. Tory Harrison was his name out of Southern Miss. And we had – this was when we were going through a quarterback change and we really buckled down on running the ball with him. And we, he had three straight games of over 200 yards. And then the Canadian League signed him right away, and they took him from us. Um, but he had a very similar style physique to Fred Jackson, made it look very effortless. Um, Rankin doesn't quite run like that, but he's very powerful. Uh, he's difficult to bring down, and he's a very good receiver too. A 100 yards in an indoor football league game is like, 300 in an NFL game, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. When when we when he um, uh, did it the third time, it, we were at Colorado and our we we just couldn't complete a pass. So I was just determined to find every possible way to run the ball to him. And when he when he got over 200 that third time, I I knew I was hoping he would get into an NFL camp though. But he got signed by um, I, I believe it, Calgary. Stan Peters signed him, and he, and he played three years up in Canada. I would guess that was perfect for him because that bigger field and this more wide-open game. Canadian yeah, game is a lot of fun. It, it was good, except for they're missing that one down. So, you know, they only go three downs rather than four. True. So usually it's it's one play to run and then one to – I mean, so there's not a strong commitment to the run. Right, but if you got a good running back, the other team isn't expecting you to run, so – you know, yeah, yeah. That could open things up. Josh Ronick did well up there, too. All right, so what? Do you, uh, who's going to be your running back this week? Oh, it'll be Xavier Jackson. Okay. Yeah, he, I mean, you know, if anyone watched our game against Frisco, you know, he had 90 yards receiving, and Peyton's doing a really good job of putting him in winnable situations that fit his style, and he's getting him in space. He's doing a great job out there, really good matchups, and uh, that's where Zay has really helped us. Not only with, you know, his his running ability is really good, but his receiving has been excellent. I was going to say, he does a wonderful job of taking passes out of the backfield. He looks like a receiver when he catches the ball out there. Yeah, yeah, and he did both uh, at, at Central Missouri. He played both spots, and so we knew that going in. We just were able to get him in some very winnable matchups, and, and then he took over from there. So his... When does USF open their camp? Yeah, so they start Monday, and uh, he the team's flying back Monday. We're we're flying Zay back on Sunday, though. He'll get back and and be there in time for camp. For those that don't know, he's a grad assistant, right at USF. Yep, yep, correct. Yes. And you talked him into helping when you were down to your you lost your first three backs. Yeah, when we cut Zay in camp, we talked about possibly, hey, if we get in a bind. Would you be interested? And and he said, sure. You know, it, it was difficult with his schedule. And I think both sides were kind of thinking, well, I, I don't know if it'll get to that. I mean, Howard go through three running backs. But we did it quickly. I think we did it in two and a half weeks. And so when we reached out, he said, yeah, I'd love to. Well, Peyton's dad, we're out of time. So uh, have a great time in Vegas of all places. And uh We'll get on. We'll get you on next week for one one final look back at uh, the season and the career and all that. Have a have a all great right. game Saturday. All right, thank you. Appreciate it, Mark. You bet. Curtis Riggs, our guest here on Calling All Sports. We'll be right back.
Most of the time, you don't give your garage door a second thought until it doesn't open or close. That's where Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls comes in. Our service professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have a garage door emergency, we'll be there. And we're here for preventative maintenance, too. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. This guy had more issues with his eyes. The minute he first came out of surgery, he walked in with a huge grin on his face. And for the first time since he was a little kid, he could see perfect. Going to Vance Thompson Vision was an easy experience. If you're going to trust your eyes to anybody, trust them to a leader in that field. When it came time for me to make a decision about where we were going to go for my LASIK surgery, there was no question that it would be Vance Thompson Vision. Call 877-522-EYES to schedule a free consultation. We couldn't wait, so why should you? Black Friday in July is happening now at Ashley. With hundreds of styles ready for your home, you won't have to wait to enjoy your new summer styles. Plus, take advantage of low monthly payments with 0% interest through July of 2028. When it comes to sleep, there's a solution for everyone. Find your perfect mattress today. Why wait until November? Shop Black Friday now, only at Ashley. Financing is available with approved credit on qualifying purchases. Ask store for details. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet, Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013. Or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason. And it's not just because my son, Nick Ovenden, is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you. And that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the Uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? (laughs) That I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day. And we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have Great Life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey, can you help me hit it further, too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. (laughs) I I know that. But our golf pro certainly can. (laughs) Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hughes Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And by Arby's. I uh, I think I'll be stopping there for, for supper tonight as I'm going to be out and about, and uh, I'm already hungry just thinking about it. And it 
The beauty of going to Arby's is they've got the standbys that you always love to eat. You know, whether it's, you know, Neil loves the Reuben. I, I've gotten to, I, you know, I fell in love with the farmhouse salads for a dozen years and then they, they're gone. So I've had to find something else. And, uh, so, you know, the old classic roast beef with cheddar cheese on it and curly fries and a drink that uh, takes care of me just fine. But whatever it is, and they're always changing during the season. They usually have new items all the time. So that makes it extra fun to go through and look on the board and go, Oh, I've never seen that before. And that, and the burger, I still haven't had the burger. I had a friend of mine get the burger the other day and they said it was awesome. So, uh, might want to try that. So Arby's definitely has the meats. And they've got treats, and so does Lewis Drug have treats. They got all kinds of stuff that you might need, you know, whether it's for projects around the house, whether it's, you know, your pharmacy needs, whether it's uh, helping you out. Uh, I use them to do my post office stuff most of the time. I pay bills and send bills there. Um, Lewis just has it all. I mean, greeting cards, you name it. Uh, it's the time of year where you can get great deals on things like, uh, you know, deck furniture and lawnmowers. And oddly enough, even snowblower. I don't know if they got the snowblowers out yet. I hope not. I don't want to be even thinking about snow. But, yeah, anything in your life, they've got it at Lewis Drug. Lewis is your first stop, and in my mind, your only stop. We'll talk tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. At Billion.